All right. I am Julie Drake and welcome to this Shine with Julie show. We are super excited to have big success in the house. And as you'll hear, there's a reason that they have owned up to that name. They help a lot of people, entrepreneurs, find success. And just a little bit about big success. It is a coaching and e-learning firm. They help entrepreneurs find their own focus and succeed, which is what I am all about. Um, George Kruger and Marilyn Foster are the co-founders of Big Success, and um, George is a serial business owner. Um, I've known him a long time, and he has had several successful businesses, which I love. And he also teaches entrepreneurial finance at the University of Illinois in Champaign-Urbana. And Marilyn is a veteran radio show host turned entrepreneur. We are super excited to have them. They have a podcast and we'll tell you later how to get a hold of that. And that podcast has 2 million downloads already. So um, congratulations on that. That is a huge accomplishment and so exciting. Start by telling us a little bit more about yourself. I've introed you, but there's so much more to share. So I'll let you guys decide who goes first. <laughs> oh, that's an easy one. Marilyn, go ahead. <laughs> Well, I don't, I don't even know where to say you did such a great job of, of intro, introducing us, but you know, I, I, we just, you know, we are a couple in business and I think one of the biggest questions that we get asked is how do you work together and still stay married? And, yeah. you know, and it's just, we're best friends and we really love being able to work together and do this company together. It's kind of, it's our baby. So, so I, you know, it just, it really works for us. So it, it's just been a fun journey and it's great to be able to go through this with George. And I think that uh, one of the, one of the keys, cause people always say, how do you work with your spouse? Absolutely. And, <laughs> and, and, you know, and a lot of people follow up with, there's no way I could do that. But right. I said, uh, it's really easy to, for us to work together. Cause I just make all the, I, I, I'm the boss. But Mary Lynn makes all the decisions. So I'm the one one that gets us in like neck deep into a, you know, a pile of of messy, whatever. Mary Lynn's the one who gets us out. So we understand our roles clearly. And because of that, but seriously, uh, we did kind of, you know, Mary Lynn's more of the technical person, the engineer, so to speak. And I have the entrepreneur mindset and, you know, coming together as the two of us has been just, it's worked really well. Mm-hmm. And I have to say the other thing is for me, you know, I've been an entrepreneur for 30 plus years. Um, seeing it, like living this close to it, to the first time experience again, has been a really a thrill for me as I've watched Mary Lynn grow um, mm-hmm. and I've grown as well. Yeah. Now, I, I didn't have this in my questions, but you know, one of the things that that reminds me of is you are in the classroom too. You're teaching right. Mm-hmm. kids, you know, coming up into this world, how to take these skills. So do you think that your work with Mary Lynn and just growing this company has really helped give you a perspective that you take back to your students? Absolutely. And it's also something that we bring into our coaching um, and our e-courses because, you know, just just practicing it yourself. But, but you know, yeah. w- when you've been around a while, you haven't learned everything by any means, especially right. in today's world. I mean, there's so much hitting us, but you, you, there's a lot of things that, you, that I guess I just kind of took for granted that I knew that I didn't realize that I, that I knew. Um, right. And so it's been really interesting to just work with Mary Lynn as, as she has just grown phenomenally. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, we're, at, oh, we're, at, uh, we're at 13, 
So 13 years. So yeah. that makes me a teenager <laughs> in entrepreneur years. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So now, George, you have been an entrepreneur a long time, yeah. but what do you remember what drove you to become an entrepreneur in the first place? You know, I just couldn't stand not having my own thing. I, I jokingly say I couldn't find anybody who would pay me what I was worth. And then I started my own business and found mm -hmm. out I couldn't pay myself what I thought I was worth. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but 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 the but, but the reality is, I mean, you know, it, it, it can be a shocker because you know you're producing, you have to produce that income now. Um, but but I think that what drove me to it was just uh, I come from an entrepreneurial family. Um, but I think more than anything, it's just there was just this gut of which, feeling. I, and I don't yeah. mean to interrupt. Of which you are both a part of. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, so no, just the a lot of entrepreneurs here. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> And, and it's just, I guess it's just in my gut. I just, I, I, I had a great job. It was commission sales, but in my gut, I wanted to be in charge. I wanted, I wanted to run the show. And I remember saying to a friend one day, I said, I'm, I'm tired of, I don't want to sell people anymore. I want people to sell me. And, yeah. and I, and I guess, you know, it's, you still have to sell, but you know, I didn't want that to be the constant one thing that I had to do. I wanted to run the whole business, and so that that just drove me to it. Yeah. yeah. And what about, what about you, Marilyn? You, you come, you come from, from radio, radio, but you are now in this space. And I know that you know, watching you grow, you made a conscious choice to ditch you know that full time online on radio presence. You still do a little bit today, right? But right. Um, tell me about that choice to go into business with George? It was a really big decision. And I think a lot of people now, especially because of COVID, are dealing with this situation. I mean, you read it all the time. One in four people, this is the latest statistic, are thinking about leaving their job, in part because they want to learn new skills. So that's where I found myself. I was kind of at a dead end with my job. Uh, I wasn't really, I was feeling inspirational dissatisfaction. I didn't have some creative control that I really wanted. And also with that particular industry, you really have to be willing to move and that yeah. would impact my life. And so that's what a lot of people are making decisions right now is, you know, what do I want? What's better for my life? How can I spend more time with people that I love? How can right. I have more of an impact in the world? How can I have a more meaningful life? And so these are all the reasons why I was seeking out something different. Um, I loved what I did. It was one of the hardest things that I've ever done, but yeah. to leave and to, you know, and to, to take, to, to walk away from the familiar and walk into the unfamiliar was also exciting because now I get to expand my skill set. Now I get to grow now the you know, the sky is the limit and, right. and it's my brand. I'm in charge of my brand. And so that's, that's why I wanted to do this. If I could add really quickly, Julie, Marilyn yeah. did something I think is, really interesting. I think she came up with this on her own. I know it wasn't my idea. Um, but she wrote down when she left radio, because like she said, she loved this. This was the one thing she wanted to do in her life. Um, and she wrote down all the reasons she was leaving. And whenever she would get discouraged, she would go back to that list. Mm -hmm. yes. Yeah, because you, you, there's, there's an, a bit of an identity crisis when you leave something that you know and move into something else. And sometimes you start to romanticize what you left and forget the reasons why. Right. So that letter, <laughs> that Dear John letter to radio <laughs> helped me. That's and, awesome. You know, yeah. I love that idea. That well, is, that's well, great. 
advice oh. for anybody who's thinking about starting something new. And, you know, you can't, you hit on a very key thing because I've been in this position. I'm sure there's listeners out there that have that same thing. They love what they do so much, but, you know, just like you took that leap of faith and you went in a different direction and it's turned out so beautifully. Um, I think there's also a fear there of leaving something that you love, um, because what if what you're going towards isn't as great? Um, but to remind yourself, you know, in that very beginning, what was that nudge? What was that underlying drive so that you can remind yourself, you know, when times get tough and talk to me about some of those tough times, because every entrepreneur has tough times. It, it doesn't matter if it's a great economy, a down economy, there are bumps in the road. So how have you guys handled those? And what advice can you give to that person who's just starting out maybe, or has hit a bump in the road and doesn't know how to get past it? Well, I would say, first of all, just to recognize the the elephant in the room, so to speak, we've, we've been through th- two of the worst recession, well, uh, two uh, two recessions that are the worst recessions in my mm-hmm. lifetime. So I remember when I first got started, people were talking about like, you know, and I was too young to really experience this, but in 1982, apparently there was a pretty bad recession, but it was nothing like what we've seen. The dot-com bubble burst, that was nothing like what we've seen. Right. We have seen the two worst recessions in the history of our country, other than the Great Depression, which is its, its own little thing. Um, but I mean, we even with COVID, we even hit economic marks that haven't been hit that we exceeded the Great Depression. So fortunately, it seems like things are recovering fairly quickly. But I, I guess the key thing for us was just like we we had a business idea. We had paired up with a partner because our strengths were very complementary. This was early on when yeah. we had just started big success. Okay. And our idea, our idea was community banks were. I, I'd seen a study and it said that community banks were eighty percent more likely to give a small business a loan rather than a commercial bank. So in other words, commercial banks didn't lend to small business. Right. Community banks do. Okay, right. great. And we love to serve small businesses and organizations that serve small businesses and entrepreneurs. Hence, you know, working with community banks. So sure. we developed this program, you know, the world's going digital. We helped, we did, we devised a program that was going to help the banks kind of move their, their physical assets, like their newsletter and that kind of thing into the online space. Right. Great. We're going to be in the black month one. We've got the banks, they're lining up. That's when the recession hit. Uh, and so it completely wiped out our business idea. We got so tired of hearing no new programs because that's mm-hmm. what every single bank we called on would say is no, we're not instituting any new programs. They were cutting their advertising budget, which is the line we hit by like 40% or more. And so that was just, we ran right into a wall. Yeah. yeah. And the thing is, how, what do you do about it? Well, you've got two choices. You can either persevere or you can pivot. Right. And I, I think a lot of people today, it seems like when, as I talk to entrepreneurs, they're in a hurry to pivot. You can't be in a hurry to pivot. You got to really try to make it work mm-hmm. because that's a lot easier than pivoting. Yeah. But, but, but if you do have to, like we, we always put it this way, if at first you don't succeed, try, mm-hmm. try again, and then try something mm-hmm. else. Yeah. And it doesn't necessarily mean it's the third time out. It just means that at some point we have to tweak things. Now, it may not mean a whole new thing. It may mean a tweak to what we're already doing, but we got to change something because what we're doing isn't working. Right. And so right. we kind of morphed into social media coaching at the time because that that they were willing to hear about. 
And so right. we went back to our same market, the same banks, and we started talking to them about getting into social media. And that got us some traction and we started building a little bit from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's wonderful advice. You know, I think some people are really quick to, um, like you said, go a different direction. This isn't yeah. working. Um, you know, they've been at it a month. <laughs> Yes, yes. Not working. And but sometimes it's just that little course correction that could make all the difference before you do a full, you know, 180 pivot. Uh, Mary Lynn, you had something that you wanted to add there. Well, I think it was incredibly disappointing. And so that was my that was the first time that I ran into a wall. And that's where mental toughness comes into play. Mm -hmm. And you learn a lot in, you know, (laughs) essentially failure. Okay, because right. we had an idea and it and it flopped. And it, you know, it was gonna be great. And you get all excited because wow, we've got this great idea, right. people are on board, you know, whoa, and then it just comes to a, a screeching halt. And yeah. so, you know, really I think that's the key. Uh that one of the biggest things that I've learned in this process is to not to get too excited until everything is sold and the contracts are <laughs> underway. And don't get too, and, and also don't get too depressed when things fall through. You know, yeah. and that way you can just kind of, you know, keep a uh, just that that entrepreneur mindset that you need to be able to just move on, do or do what you need to do next. Right. Focus on where you're at, what's the situation, assess and move. Right. And you know, and uh, yes, I mean, yes, you do have to ex- you have to give it a cry every once in a while. Yes, and you also have to <laughs> celebrate your wins, but you know, just to try to stay even keel. Well, I had a coach one time and he's huge on teaching this concept and that is detaching from the outcome. And I think as an entrepreneur, you have to do that and you hit on that so well because you're going out there and you're pitching your wares, you're pitching your idea. It doesn't matter what type of business that you have. You know, that person is either going to say, yes, let's move to the next step or no, I'm not interested or no, I'm not interested in this time. But whatever the reason, whatever the their answer is, you can't let it affect you and what your goals are because you know what what you think is right for that person that person also has to come on board and think that too and that's when a beautiful relationship can happen but you know like you said those banks were saying no 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 repeatedly and if you would have hung your hat on every answer that they had you know you might as well crawl under the covers and stop you know so that's what i did by the way Oh, good. good to <laughs> he cried. You hit under yeah. the covers. Yes, and then- exactly. <laughs> That's okay for a few minutes, out, yeah. right? <laughs> you got to give yourself a little time to be remorseful, exactly. but then you get well, back that's at true. it. That's actually <laughs> yeah. a great point, though. Like, you know, and this goes both ways. You need to, if you face a defeat, it's okay to just let it yeah. sink in. And most importantly, think about what what could what could we have done to have changed this outcome? Mm-hmm. But then the next morning, man, you're back on it. Exactly. And the same thing goes when you have a big success. I remember one one night we were we were out. We went out. We had a big success. I don't even remember what it was, but we decided we'd go out. We'd we'd, we'd celebrate. And about you know like partway through the evening, it's like we're talking about what we're doing next because that's kind of how we are, right? It's like okay, what's what are we doing now? And at some point, we paused and said, no, no, we mm-hmm. we need to enjoy this this moment. Yeah. This tonight right. is ours to enjoy. And then tomorrow we're going to start talking about the next things. You right. know, uh, one other thing though, that I learned early on with this, with this uh, first defeat uh, was 
you know, so the, you go out to a networking event. George overheard me one time kind of talking to somebody about, you know, the, the, the problem we were having. And he mm -hmm. kind of took me aside and he said, think about it this way. Don't, you know, you can tell, don't talk about what's not working. Yeah. It, people need to hear that there's opportunity with your company and that things are going well. You don't have to lie, but right. I mean, you don't also be selective about who you talk to when things exactly. aren't going well. So right. you can just say, "Hey, oh, we've got these programs that we're that are that we're working on for our community banks," and you know, I mean, obviously, you know, uh, things are a little rough with the recession, but hey, you know what? We're moving forward and we're making things happen. Then right. people want to work with you. Then people will talk about you. Then people will. So that was just an. I think that's a. I think especially with women, we tend to be honest, but yeah. you have to just be careful about how honest you are about certain things in certain situations. In certain circles, right. You keep that circle small and, you know, amongst yourselves, among some key coaches, but then what you bring to the world has to be a little different. Now yep. we're in a world right now where, you know, it's no secret that there, you can feel the negativity. Mm -hmm. um, unlike mm -hmm. any other time, and you said, unlike any other time that I remember in my lifetime, I can actually feel that around me. And you can either go one of two directions. You can get sucked into it or you can set yourself apart. Yep. So you've said a couple things through this time about mindset. How do you stay positive focused in such a negative environment right now in the world? Well, first and foremost, <laughs> um, our faith. So mm -hmm. um, we turn to God. You know, without God, we would go mad. Yeah. Um, but then also there's the premise of what big success is. Yeah, which is it's it's big success like like shine, it's an acronym. Yeah. So it's believing, implementing, goal getting, giving back, success. And so what it kind of does is it plots the path, right? Mm -hmm. And so you know th there's an old saying that um seeing is believing. Mm -hmm. But you mm -hmm. know to to go to scripture just for a second, um you know Thomas doubted and Jesus said, "Put your put your hand, put your hands in my hands and feel the scars." And wow. Thomas then wouldn't do it. And Jesus said, "Blessed are those who who see without believing, basically, or right. I'm sorry, believe without seeing." Hmm. And that's what entrepreneurs have to do. You have to believe, no doubt. And, and so, like like when when with all the studies of great um, athletes, great performers, great business people, etc., everybody always says the first win is in the mind. Mm -hmm. The first victory is in the wine. And you hear athletes talking about they can see every single, like a runner, could see right. every single step of the path. Yeah. And they see the road to victory. But here's what's interesting, and here's what we miss. You have to, you have to um, see by believing, but you also have to face in your mind, this is what, what, what they found was people were, people were believing and they were visualizing the perfect life, and then they were failing. Right. Why did they fail? because our brain releases endorphins and it starts telling us we've already succeeded. We've already done this. That's how powerful this is. So now further studies have shown that the people who succeed are the ones who not only can see the victory, but who can also see the obstacles on the path to victory. And they're able to, in their head, live out their response to these um, obstacles. And that's, that's what helps them push through the obstacles and actually ultimately become a big success. That's so awesome. Thank you for sharing that because yeah, you hear about, you know, one in five businesses fail or, yeah. you know, that's crazy. And, you know, 
that that mindset so important that and one of the things you mentioned is visualizing and i think yes. that sometimes um i i was like this i asked my mom once i'm like did i imagine and she's i said did i play as a kid she's like don't you remember this and this and this yeah. and i was like all right where yeah. does that ability go when you get older i think sometimes you know you've suppressed that so much that imagination which is really part of entrepreneurship is, is imagining what yep. could happen you know the walt disney dream the dream the big dream yep. and um so you know we're all entrepreneurs here but again there's people out here that want to be entrepreneurs um and are maybe like that's for them that's not for me what would you say to that person that might be thinking that right now well, I would say that they should focus on the I in big success, which is implementing. So you just need to do something. So, mm -hmm. you know, whether it's, you know, sitting down and journaling your ideas out a little bit more or getting a book on the idea that you're considering and learning more about it or watching a show like Shine to, you know, Shine with Julie Drake mm -hmm. so that you can be inspired <laughs> Um, and meet other entrepreneurs and hear entrepreneur stories and and learn how people are succeeding. Um, so I mean, it's it's just finding what's my next step. What you know, I need to focus on that, and then I need to do something right. to move myself forward. That's really as simple as it is. And if I may add to that, I think part of part of part of the reason you're asking that question, Julie, is it's a societal issue. Society loves to think as entrepreneurs as these big risk-taking individuals who are just almost like have superhuman powers. And <laughs> and the reality is there are some people like that, you know, the bell curve and- They you know, snap their fingers and they're way, Elon Musk. Yes, they're yeah, way yeah. out of the extremes. But the reality <laughs> is the studies show, so research shows, when we look at the, the whole of the population, what actually we have is, uh, in fact, there was a study done not too long ago and it, show, it, it, put, it pitted entrepreneurs against bankers. Now, bankers are, are generally considered to be one of the more risk-averse groups of people. I mean, right, their business absolutely. is all about avoiding risk. Right. And, and in this, in this uh, study, they found that entrepreneurs actually took less risk for the money they made than bankers did. Really? And That's people don't believe that. Yes. Yeah. So the, the, the key thing is in entrepreneurship, risk is one of the key words. One of the key words is understanding risk and how to mitigate risk. And what entrepreneurs are really good at is getting that risk down to either nothing or a level that they can afford. So the question to ask yourself, what we always encourage people to ask, what can I do or what can I try with no fear of failure? Mm -hmm. What can I try with no fear of failure? Because like if you tell me, you know what, I could I could afford to I could afford a hundred bucks to try to start a business. Okay, what can you do with a hundred bucks? Try something. Right. Do something. That's right. Oh, I can't afford a hundred bucks. I can only afford fifty. Okay, do fifty. Mm -hmm. I have a I have a guy who talks to my class every semester. He's thirty two years old now. He started, he bought his first house when he was in college because he decided I'd rather I'd rather own the place and rent than pay a landlord. Right. And then he, he, he got the money to do that, a little bit of money. He got it from mowing yards as a, as, a, as a high school kid. And so he's literally put nothing in his business. He now has over $10 million in a real estate portfolio wow. and he's got a full-time job. Mm -hmm. He's done all this on the side. That's and impressive. And so that just shows you what can be done today and the opportunities are coming at us more. One right. of the key words of entrepreneurship is change. And so where, ch where there's change, there's opportunity. We got change, baby. I mean, yeah, yeah. So, so there's so much opportunity. Yeah. So tell me, um, 
again, choose who goes first, but I'd love to hear outside of business, tell me a big, big accomplishment. <laughs> well, I mean, it's hard to say outside of business because honestly, just starting big success has been the biggest accomplishment I feel like in my life. You and guys love business. So this you know, is a really hard question. Probably <laughs> we, we've managed to go for 13 years. So that's great. Wow. I did. I did win um, a national entrepreneurship award a few years back. And so that was, that was pretty exciting. Awesome. And, um, and I really love that we got to, um, <laughs> uh, actually, what, what, what did Julie fall over? Okay. We're live for, <laughs> I am on a ball chair that I never <laughs> see. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my God. I'm unedited right here. <laughs> Scratch my answer. The biggest accomplishment I have had in, in my life is that we were interviewing you when you fell off your ball chair. <laughs> oh my gosh. Awesome. Okay, I want to hear more about that. You yeah. won an entrepreneurship award. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, we got to go out to Vegas and and enjoy that we got to meet a bunch of other incredible entrepreneurs while we were out there. Yeah. So that that was just that was just really fun. It was exciting to be acknowledged. Um and that was the first award that I had won outside of radio, you know. So that was oh, it was, yeah. it was like, oh, I've set my space, you know, in a in a new in a new place and so that was yeah. You really stuck your flag in the ground of entrepreneurship. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. Right. So I'll throw one in. That's uh, that, 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 this is obvious to the to the viewers now. But the the thing is, I guess to me, our biggest uh, non business accomplishment has been. You have to understand, we were friends for ten years, and we were best friends for a lot of that. I mean, mm -hmm. I had my 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 two best friends. They're both men. Happened to be Marilyn was my best female friend for years, <laughs> and we got married. Mm -hmm. Um, so, you know, at some point, finally our past synced and, uh, we're a couple and, yeah. uh, it's, it's every day, you know, I, we've got our, we're pr proud parents of a little kitten. Um, she's now a cat, yeah. but, uh, we got, she's got, we got this our, cute little nose, a mole on her nose. So she always looks like a cute kitten. Yes. You know? so, <laughs> so I got yeah. my two girls. That's, that's yeah. a great accomplishment. <laughs> That is a great accomplishment. I mean, let's face it. Some people haven't come out of COVID so lucky. It's been yeah. a rough one. So um, the fact that you are together all the time and still <laughs> yes. that is a huge accomplishment. <laughs> I give you a high five. All right. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so I'm going to put here on the screen and let people know how to find you um, because you have a lot going on for people who are entering this space, who are entrepreneurs. You put out a great podcast um, combined with a newsletter. So we're, however they want to read it, listen to it, whatever. But um, tell us some other ways people can find you. Well, the easiest way is to go to Big Success. So that's big with two Gs, success.com. Uh, thank you for uh, scrolling that down there. Um, sure. You can also just search Big Success at all places where big podcasts are. Um, so you can easily subscribe to us in any of those apps. Um, but, uh, but yeah, go into the website, sign up for our newsletter, and you'll hear from us weekly. Um, you know, we just we really try to encourage people to use that entrepreneur mindset to focus on their goals and get what they want. Mm -hmm. You do a great and, job. And, and make the world a better place. 
Yeah, absolutely. You pour your heart and soul into your your content and you really it, it shows how much you care um, to help people succeed. So I'd highly recommend um, looking them up in whatever platform appeals to you. So George and Mary Lynn, I thank you so much for your time today. And yes, you will always remember the interview where Julie <laughs> fell on her back. Well, that thank you for all of classic. that. <laughs> Have a great day. Talk later. Later. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> uh. <laughs>